It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Hey guys, my name is Jason Squires and I am the host of The Table. Um, welcome to our podcast. Um, this is a new month. We're talking about worship team, tech team, kind of that that relationship that happens there. Um, and today we're joined by one of my good friends, Matt Keys. Matt, how's it going, man? Good. How are you doing, Jason? Yeah, good. Good. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Um, tell us about you. Tell us about Matt, what, kind of where yeah. you're at and um, kind of all the all things Matt Keys. <laughs> well... We won't go all the way deep, but we'll... <laughs> it could be a long, boring time. Anyway, uh, it, was um, t- it was a Tuesday when I was born. It was yeah. a winter. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. <laughs> Sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm living up here in Fredrickson, Washington, which is just south of Tacoma, near Puyallup. If people are familiar with where that is. And uh, I am a multi-careerist. I have uh, I, I work for uh, my church, Our Savior Lutheran Church. I am the tech uh, tech director there. My title is Minister of Media and Technical Arts. Um, sounds, like I, a, um, sounds like a DJ title, Minister of <laughs> Minister of Media. And- minister. <laughs> um, and I am a the layout designer for worship musician magazine. And, uh, I also am the director of the Christian musician summit conferences. So those are my, my jobs. I, uh, am married to Kimberly. Um, we are empty nesters. Um, but we do have two dogs who are fabulous little boogers, um, Ajax and Lazarus. Um, and I have, Four kids, all of whom are out of the house, um, either with families of their own or single. Um, we have one son who's single, but they're all uh, living on their own, every from Alaska to North Carolina, and then locally here. So, um, uh, families spread out, but we do have some close by. So, awesome. Um, yeah, I. That's me in a a very grand nutshell. Yeah. So that makes you tri-vocational, bivocational, oh, tri- right? A tri-vocational, quad-vocational. I mean, I don't know how many. At one point, I was. I, I at one point to help make ends meet, I was a wedding DJ. So I was <laughs> the minister of. You wedding. were the minister of media. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right. Matt Keys, minister of media. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, so let's talk about this. Like I words matter. I and I words matter and um and we say it in our vocabulary. We talk about worship team and tech team. Like it's always we always talk about it as two separate entities. Um why don't like why don't we include the tech team in the worship team? Like why why is it not one kind of unit? You know, is that something that does that bother you? I don't wanna, talk to me about this. Like how do you kind of see that? Yeah. Um we have 
really tried to at at my church tried to include the two aspects um, between tech and uh, musicians on the platform. Um, so when when we talk about our ministry, we talk about worship arts, and everyone kind of falls into that. Awesome. But we do. I mean, we still have two unique teams, just because we have you know two different roles on a Sunday. Um, one is to prepare and support the stage. And one is to, you know, is to, is to do the leading. I mean, and we're all, obviously we're all critical to make, make things happen, but, um, I, I do try to, uh, impress upon my tech guys that, you know, they're a part of, um, of the worship team. So, um, it's there. So sometimes I think tech guys are, they like being behind the scenes, you yeah. know? Um, so they like, they like not being uh, visible, even though when something goes wrong, everyone turns around and that's <laughs> exactly. Um, but th- there are a few other things we do um, when we do our, uh, our rehearsals and even on Sunday mornings, um, when we have rehearsals, we have a devotion time with both uh, the musicians and the tech all together um, before we start rehearsal. Yeah. So we do you pull them. Do you pull them out of the booth? Get them yeah, out of the booth. Yeah. yeah. Everyone comes out, and we all um, we all go off to a different room and and have our time of devotion and prayer for one another. Um, and then on Sunday mornings, um, after we have our pickup rehearsal and getting ready to go, we have our little production meeting with everybody, um, pastors and and every everyone on tech and music teams. Um, but then after that, um, after our little production meeting, we go and um, have communion together. So and before the service starts, so that's those are a few things that I think are pretty cool that help keep our our whole team connected um, tech and music under, under the worship arts umbrella. That's awesome. Yeah. I I've been to a lot of churches because I guest lead a lot of times and um, they're like, we'll do, I can, we'll pray before, before as a, as a, as a team. And there are times where it's like they, the, the tech team just kind of stays in there on their, their back in the booth. And we just kind of pray together with the band. And then we start, and every time I'm like, okay, so it's it's not a it's not culture here for you to bring everybody together. So I love that it's it's built into your DNA to like we're gonna get together as to, and 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 be one, be one group, um, and actually make that make sense and connect, uh, kind of connect, connect both teams and and kind of coming under the worship arts ministry, um, you know, still being two different teams, but we're all connected into one big kind of one big entity. Right. And I think one of the reasons it's maybe more natural in our DNA is that prior to being the tech director at our church, um, I was the worship leader. Um, and then I took a hiatus to do the Christian Musician Summit full time. So I I have that history of knowing what it's like to be on both sides um, and how how oftentimes it can feel, you know, like the tech team is you know, we're second-class citizens sometimes. Yeah. Or, um, or just, 
we're forgotten about um, just because we're not, you know, visible. Um, but there's a lot of power in the booth too. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'll push the mute button. I'll show him. I'll show that. That's right. Well, you said it a minute ago about you know only being noticed when when you do so when something goes wrong. I've always hated that your job your job is good when no one notices you. I've 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 always hated that. And because truly the tech team, you, I mean, you alluded to it. It's hard for you to say it because you are there. But the tech team is the backbone to the Sunday morning experience. Like if without the tech team, it's like like we you you're you guys are the in the control room to deliver and to to, to to deliver what we're doing, especially in the live stream world. Like you guys are kind of all over all of that. Um, now, what are some positive ways to highlight the tech the tech team and let them know their role is valuable? Because also you in something you said earlier, but as I've noticed is um, the guys in the tech booth don't always like the the light on them. And that kind of can kind of can can have both like it's a good thing, but they're also like, please don't point me out. I just want to be here and do my job. So like, right. what are some what are some ways to kind of uh, let them know that they're valued and taken care of? Uh, one thing that I need to do a better job of is just, uh, you know, celebrating with with the, the guys, you know, just having times to uh, to kick back and maybe have a barbecue at someone's house or um, we did that more frequently before COVID and then COVID hit. And then, um, we just, things got busier, um, with tech, I think with, with streaming and everything, but, um, but having, having those times, uh, just to hang out, um, we do, uh, the, the guys on the team, I mean, we do have fun, I would say, (laughs) Uh, between services, um, you know, we we joke and have a good time. Um, if we're not, you know, running out to get a donut from the fellowship hall, or <laughs> uh, so um, I think remembering to have fun because we, I mean, we're so once we're on, you know, you're on, and you're just it's kind of it's just busy from the start of Sunday morning till, till everyone's out. Yeah. Um, but so we, we do try to keep things a little lighthearted in the booth. We have a calm system and sometimes between the, uh, the video room and the front of house room, we, we can get pretty goofy, but <laughs> try to focus. Stand You're down. like, that's right. That's right. I hope nobody's listening. I hope nobody's listening to these. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I and like I said, those that's something that I can do a better job of. And it's for for a lot of it, it's just finding time. Yeah. So I was uh, I did a conference a while back and we did Saturday night. The it was the sound was all set, and then I was going into lead their church Sunday morning, and the uh the <sighs> no one hit the save button on, oh. on the board Saturday night. And we didn't realize it till Sunday morning when we, like, we thought Sunday morning will come in, we'll roll in. Like it's been a long weekend. I'm going to get here a little bit later. Bad decision. And um, we rolled in and to find out that n- n- there was nothing was saved. It was back to square one type of a thing, almost like the board had been reset. And we had done, uh, we spent the next like 40 minutes, like channel by channel. The, the sound guys were like mad working you know reassigning everything and making sure what was running and what was going we were literally cord one 
as the as the as the clock struck 10 a.m. Like it was like the everybody's sweating, you know. And I mean, it was like ring, good morning, church, you know, as the <laughs> as the and and I I said it out loud. I was like, before we start the service, like nobody has any idea what just happened, but the guys in the back. I have been running around and you could see them like shrink in their chairs. They were like, please don't point at me. But afterwards, one of the guys, he said, he came up to me and he was like, nobody ever takes note to what, yeah. to what we're doing. And I was like, well, you gotta, you gotta, like you said, it's always the bad. Like they always see the bad. As soon as the mic doesn't work, it's not, it's the, it's the, it's the sound guy's fault. Right. You didn't put the batteries in. You didn't control the sound. Well, you know, like we can't control everything, you know, this wireless world, everything kind of, runs itself and so um but yeah so it just kind of got me thinking about like pointing people out and kind of talking about it can be be helpful but it also can be detrimental if the person like just doesn't want doesn't want to be seen you know seen but yeah. not heard so yeah i our leadership on the platform does a good job of of recognizing um our team from time to time um and you know i i'm not a fan of of the recognition either, but, um, it, but they, they do a good job of saying, awesome. you know, let's give it up for the, for the tech guys. And, um, and, uh, yeah, inevitably something goes wrong every week. Yeah. Some, something. Um, last Sunday we have a TV that we roll out on the platform First service, just decided not to work. I said, no, no. I, and then, you know, so I took yeah. the week off. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know you get the the uh, the heads turning around, and why isn't that working right? But um, do you ever wish we go back to an analog world? Oh, uh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like I can see the knob, I can turn the knob. It's not buried in settings somewhere. <laughs> it's like that knob is the thing right in front of me. I've thought about wouldn't it be great to just go back to like the eighties and nineties day? You know, so you have a overhead projector. And uh, ran by one bulb, one yeah, bulb, one bulb with someone swapping transparencies, yes. and then, and then all the house lights just on, you know, right? So everything's just bright white, and no, so no <laughs> stage lighting. Uh, I remember as a kid, like the 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 the, the job. I always wanted was to be the guy on stage with the transparencies. I don't know why that was like like the ultimate arrival like i have arrived at church i got the job that i want i have the transparencies and i get to put them on this on the overhead i don't know why yeah that's something i always wanted to do i got to do it then i was like now there's more to life than to the overhead whatever happened whatever happened to all the overhead projectors they kind of just disappeared they don't where are they in a landfill somewhere like i don't know in a lot of church basements so church basements (laughs) That's amazing. So tech guys like struck tend to like structure. Worship leaders can lean a little bit more creative and non-structured. I say a little bit. It's a stereotype, but a lot of worship leaders kind of like to be a little bit more free in some of those spaces. Now, when planning for a worship experience, what have you found to be helpful to make your job easier and more successful? Uh, well, that those stereotypes are true in our yes. scenario. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm, I'm a little unique in that I'm, I'm, I'm very creative as well, but I, I am very organized and I'm, and I like, I like to know the details and I like to know 
how things are going to flow. Yeah. Um, and Jared, our worship leader is, is very artsy. And I mean, he's the creative brain, um, and will sometimes not process what it will take for something to happen. And our pastor is the same way. Pastor Tim, um, he's just a out of the box thinker. Um, and so sometimes I, when we have, we have production meetings every Thursday, um, and we will go through our order of worship and, and I will ask the questions, okay, how, how are we going to transition from here to here? Um, or, you know, how, how is this, how is this going to work? Because I'll tell you what I can't do Yeah, <laughs> uh, with technology, you know, I, so it's important and it's important for them to know, oh, we have a limitation here. So we can't, uh, we can't do it exactly the way we thought we could do it, but we can do, I, and I, I'm also, I want to make sure that I, if, if it's at all possible, I will try to get it done the way they want to get it done. Um, whatever it is, I, you know, yeah, right. Right. Some kind of, a a special illustration that they want to make a point with in their sermon or something, or we have, uh, environmental projection on our back wall. So, Oh, can we do this, this with, with the images and make it work like this. And so I will process those kinds of things in my head. And if I, if I, if I think we can do it, you know, I'll figure out a way, but then there's just times where it's like, ah, can't do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's figure out a, a different plan. But so, um, yeah, when we have those, those production meetings, and even sometimes before that, if, if we're looking at something big, like either Christmas or something where we know we're going to do a lot of special things in a service, uh, we'll take time well in advance to kind of to plan those things out. And I'll just say, you know, um, these these are the things we can do. These are the things we can't do. And um, if I don't know, I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> uh so, yeah, it's important that we have those meetings um, just so that, you know, reality remains in place. Yeah. And uh, you got to bring them, you got to bring them back to a place of the logistics. Right. And, uh, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That's, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, I, I love, I love that. <laughs> I love that you, uh, um, you can say that and actually state your, yeah, state your, state your state your thoughts and go hey this is where we're going and this is where I can do give me some time I can figure it out a lot of times um a lot of churches don't have they don't leave themselves that time for those for for those transitions and it's like you can do big things if you plan a little bit right. and sit down and have those you know have have those moments yeah and there are but, times where you know where they'll come last minute and say oh can we do this i'm like ah no two weeks ago yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah and you know anyway it's yeah planning ahead yeah wonderful now a minute earlier you talked about uh, being the leader of cms tell us about mm -hmm. that why like why you guys do it it's a lot of work i i plan and run a conference i understand what that looks like so like why what are why are you doing that and kind of like the CMS kind of has a, a target of helping tech teams and worship teams and kind of like with the tangible, tell us a little bit about um, why that's important for you guys to be doing that every year. Uh, yeah. What is this? Our, our 21st year. Wow. 
What year? Yeah. So we started in 2003. Okay. In our first year, uh, Bruce Adolf and I, um, and he's the publisher of Worship Musician Magazine. Um, and basically, we we started. Um, I got the conference bug way back there in the early nineties. Um, when a guy named Arlen Salty came to our church, he, he's the guy who created the thing called Breakforth in Canada. Yeah. Um, he came and did a small little thing at our church and I was like, man, this is great. How can I do this? And then he just kind of encouraged me. And then, so the following year I had a, a small conference at my church called worship more. And it was just a, I think it was like a day and a half. We did a concert on Friday night and then Saturday we did some workshops. Um, and it was right around that time that I met Bruce. Um, and he came and just gave me some pointers and tips on that first one. And then following year we said, Hey, let's do this together. And so his, his thought was he wanted to take, his magazine at that time uh, was Christian musician magazine. Um, and he wanted to take these, uh, the writers of the articles and the columns um, and get them all together and teach practical workshops um, in person. So he, he basically wanted to make a live version of the magazine. Yeah. Um, and I was, and I had that very similar concept in my head, but my, my focus was more on, on the worship leading side and his was on the musicianship side. Um, so we, we combined them and, um, and we've always been about, uh, really practical, um, teaching when it comes to music and, and leadership. Um, there were some other conferences going on at the time, but they were a lot more heady. You know, it's like, man, I have to have a, a master's of divinity to, to understand some of these workshops or, you know, just some really deep. And not that, not that that's bad, but your average Joe who's coming in to play guitar, you know, on a Sunday morning isn't, isn't going to gain much from something like that. Probably a self-taught musician. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, we've thought instead, how can we get great musicians who are writing for the magazine um, and into places where they can teach, you know, regular Joes like you and me? Not that you're a regular Joe. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'll, but, I'll take uh, it. Um, how do, you know, how, what do they do? And, you know, why is what they're doing? Why do, you know, why does it sound so much better? Um, and there's a lot to learn. I mean, so, and one thing that we discovered, especially since the, um, you know, contemporary worship, um, you know, has become a thing and it's basically, you know, most churches that are growing are doing that kind of worship. Um, you have more musicians playing, um, in churches on Sunday morning than you do in bars on Friday and Saturday night, um, across the, across the country. And so, you know, there's, there's this huge need to help, you know, help these players, you know, improve their chops. And so our, our motto is improving skill, inspiring talent. Um, 
And so we, um, we just had a, a, just a strong calling to, uh, to help the church grow in that way. And back in the day, I mean, we were the biggest conference around when we, in, in the mid two thousands, um, we had a few years where we had 3000 people attending and, um, up at Overlake church in in uh, Redmond. And, and then we expanded to Northern California, to Buffalo, New York. And, uh, we even did a few in Arizona and a few in Nashville, um, almost did a cruise that fell through almost did uh, a Florida event, but that also fell through. Um, and, and now when you look at history, um, we kind of peaked, I would say in the late 2000, so 2008, nine, 10 in there. And that's, that's when the economy, uh, tanked, um, and the housing market bubbled yeah. burst first time. And so we, we saw a decline start then people just had less, uh, money to spend on conferences, but then also that's kind of when YouTube started really taking off. And so, so people can learn all of these things online for free. And, um, although that, you know, there's something different about being at a live event, you can watch it streamed, but it's, it's different when you're there. And our event has always been, very personable. So we, we put, you know, some of these great um, clinicians in relatively small rooms with people. And so, you know, you get a real intimate hands-on uh, learning experience uh, from these guys. So it's, it's, you know, that's kind of been, been our vibe. Um, you know, people are approachable Um they can learn a lot uh, of things they didn't know. And, and, you know, as a musician yourself, you know, that even though you, you, you know, you know a lot about your instrument, there's always something new to learn uh, and, or you've learned, or you learn it in a different way. It's, it's kind of the same way with reading scripture. We've read the same thing a hundred times, but then all of a sudden you read it a different way. And it's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't think of it that way before. So anyway, um, yeah, kind of a long rambling answer, but, um, we, we like to provide practical training for the whole worship team, including tech, you know, and, uh, our goal is to improve skill and inspire talent. So. I love it. I love it so much. There's a reason I enjoy coming up every year because you guys, it's, it's, because it's, it's, it's that moment of, um, uh, like you said, it's a real personal, it's real relational, it's real hands-on, like helping, helping these worship leaders and, and their teams be better at what they do. And that's, that's like, that's, that's why, that's why a lot of us do what we do. Like it's helping, helping improve, improve those, those areas and making, just making life awesome. Not to mention, it's just fun. Like it's just fun to be together in, in a room. If you've never sat in a room full of worship teams, while they're worshiping, it's one of my favorite moments because it's a room full of people who just get it. Like yeah. there's not a, it's not hard to get a room full of worship leaders singing and worship team. Like everybody kind of just understands and um, there's some amazing times, amazing times together. Yeah. So we call our podcast The Table. 
And uh, I believe good conversation happens over good food. And I've seen some of your posts on Facebook of <laughs> the things that you do. And so if I was coming over to the Keys house for dinner, what is something that might actually might, might be on the table? Uh, we'd probably have smoked meat of some sort. That's so good. I, I like to smoke pork ribs. Okay. Um, I also like to spatchcock a chicken. Yes. Have you ever had spatchcock? I have. Absolutely. And, uh, the turkey too. I'll do that for Thanksgiving. You got to get real personal with that chicken as you cut it open and flatten it out. It's a real, kind of gross, but it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it, it makes for the best breast meat you'll ever have. Yeah. So, so, and you, you do that whether there's snow or not, you're outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's we, not a grilling season to you. There's not like no. a, it's all the time is grilling season. Yeah, I do have a smoker and I will smoke on that thing probably even even during the winter, you know, three, three, four times a week. So I love it. It's just now does, oh, does, the snow, does the snow melt away around where you're, where <laughs> well, you're I working? Have a, uh, I have a cover over, over, oh, my good. Back, over part of it, not the whole thing, but we've got a little spot where. Um, I can, I'm looking at it right now. So there's, <laughs> there's just a little kind of a, a nook that I can put the smoker in and, and stay relatively dry while I'm doing it. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Hey, now tell us how we can connect with you with CMS. Like, how can we, um, if we like, I would love to come to, 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 to be, to, to the, to the event. Like, how do we, how do we connect there? Yeah. So our website is christianmusiciansummit.com. All one word. Yes. Um, and we have links on there to register. Um, there, we had just finished our super early bird rate, um, over the weekend. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you and your listeners, um, a special code they can put in. Yes. Um, so if, and they're checking out, if they, if they, uh, put in the amount under the, um, so the group rates, uh, there's a group rate for five or more. But if you enter in uh, between one and four people and you can enter in the, the coupon code CMS2023, you'll get 20 bucks off. Oh. Yeah. So it kind of goes down to the group rate for you if you if you register at the... Uh, CMS2023. The awesome. Um, so, and that coupon, I think I'm just going to leave up there till the, till the show happens, till the event happens. So that's, that's great. It's like, a, that's like the hidden menu at in and out Like you go in and you get to know the secrets <laughs> behind the, behind the curtain, things you didn't know existed. And this is, this is there, this is there only if you know that it's there. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So that, uh, the, the schedule will go up soon. Um, as far as all the workshops and things like that, hopefully within the next by the end of September, we'll have that up. Um, we do have intensives that we're teaching on uh, Thursday, November 2nd. So the conference is November 3rd and 4th, and it's at RCV Lutheran Church in Tacoma, Washington. Um, on the 2nd, we're doing intensives. Uh, we're doing a vocal intensive with uh, Renee Marinan. Uh, she's uh, a writer for the Worship Musician Magazine. And we're doing a guitar intensive with Dave Cleveland, um, session player from Nashville, played with everybody and their brother. Yes. Um, and we're doing a tech uh, intensive with Kent Morris. Awesome. Love Kent. 
Yeah, he's a great guy. He's been around. He knows a thing or two. And then we're doing a keyboard intensive with Ed Carr. So love Ed. This is a good, it's a good lineup. It's good. Yeah. Those are just all good people. Those are- yeah. It, it'll be a good year. Our, 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 our uh, artists this year are Brenton Brown, Leland, and Chris McClarney. Um, and so we'll have some great times of worship and, and a lot of laughter with Brenton. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Check out the website, christianmusiciansummit.com, and um, you can learn more about what's going on there. And con- there's a contact page. You can email me. And um, yeah. Awesome. Matt, I appreciate you hanging out today. I appreciate you sharing and uh, just talking about from your perspective and kind of the ministry side of things on uh, worship teams and tech teams and how that kind of all plays out. Um, and I appreciate also all the years you've put into devoting to helping tech teams and this, the thousands of people that are, that have been a part of one of your events and you may never see them or not know that, but like the, the ripple effect that comes from, um, from your work is just an, it's just amazing. It's so awesome. We'll see everybody next week.